Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. Well, sir, it's nice to be in, in the pod room with you. Yeah. After we failed to, at recording remotely last night. We didn't fail. It just wasn't up to the standard that we should be delivering. Let's just say we look better on video than what we sound. He said it. I didn't have to say and, it. I'll take it. Hey, we don't really look that great. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, yeah, we just scrap it. So we'll uh, we'll let's, re- let's, let's retry this. Yeah, let's, they got a practice round out of that one. So, so welcome to Hockey Town West podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon, and I'm Nick. And let's jump into this quick here because we have a lot to cover, and it's it's in the evening. You've been working all day. I feel bad. I'm like a tenth of a person, and in 45, you're minutes, a full person in front of me. In an hour, I'm not going to be anything. <laughs> Well, we better get rolling here. So <laughs> the clock will turn midnight. I'll turn into a pumpkin or something. Is that what you turn into? Some, uh, you don't want to be here for that. Oh. All right. Central Division preview. It's Are you time. ready this time? I'm. You had the whole day off to prep. So to here's, analyze. Here's the thing. You did a fantastic job putting notes together for this, and I tried to go above and beyond what you did already. And there is no information out there at all. You know, I would have settled for just what I did. <laughs> I very much settled exactly for what need, you... You didn't need to go above and beyond. Well, I settled. Because <laughs> yeah. AHL.com and most of the teams uh, are way further behind than the Griffins. Let's, let's put it like that. Oh. Because the Griffins have their stuff together, and their website's very nicely updated. Their whole roster's there. Somebody's ready for opening day. One team is. The team that matters. The team that um, matters. <laughs> no, so let's let's just jump into the Central Division preview, and then we'll dive into more Griffin stuff after that. But this this preview, we will not talk about the Griffins during the preview portion of this. They are for after. Am yeah. I right? Yep, they're for after. Yeah, this is all the other teams that we're going to see 54 times this season. <laughs> yeah, 52 games against the Central Division. 52? 52. I, 52. I saw it off the, the schedule. I snapped it. So, oh. Uh, we yeah, this is the teams we're gonna see every weekend. This is the majority of our schedule. So I feel like it's those fifty two games against the Central and then the other games are Cleveland. Cleveland or Colorado. Which is just that, the first first four games. <laughs> that's it. That's all we play. Is it really? There's no, no I'm sure oh, there's okay. Oh my god. You get, I, I I, I've looked at the schedule, me. but like oh my god. I wouldn't be surprised. So do we start from the bottom and work our way up? Yeah. Last year let's say this. Last year we went twenty wins, 27 losses, two overtime losses, and three shootout losses against the Central. So we did? We did. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully we've got some improvement. But God, I hope so. Let's start at the bottom. So This is the, this is going in the order that they finished last year. Yep. And we're skipping the Griffins. They would have been number one. Correct. Um, <laughs> at the bottom. Ouch. Uh, so we're going to work our way here. up from the bottom yep. and then go from there. So Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yes. That's going to be our anthem this year. 
I, I hate that song. You better get so ready. Much. Wait, I'm gonna play it. We'll cut it in here. Oh God. Anyways. So last year, the second worst team in the Central Division was the Chicago Wolves, and they're probably gonna be the second to worst team again this year. Uh, this is a weird team. It's a weird organization because this is their first year going solo. Independent. Independent. Uh, they didn't want to be affiliated with anybody, and I'm surprised the league still wants to be affiliated with them. <coughs> but, um, Dang. So <laughs> Dang. Last year they were affiliated with uh, with Carolina. Wow, not Chicago. Carolina. No, that would make too much sense. Yeah, that's super <laughs> weird. But uh, they finished with 35 wins, 29 losses, 5 overtime losses, 3 shootout losses, and 78 points. Just one shy of making the playoffs. Can I just point out the, the second to worst team in the division had a winning record? That's pretty good. That's how good this division is. This is the toughest division in the AHL. That's what I'm like. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, top player to pay attention to. I put Malty Stromwall. Yep. Last year he did really well. He doesn't look like he's on the roster this year. I don't know. I don't think, no, I think he's one of Carolina's guys. Oh, so he's gone. Yeah. Um, but there are other players that you have listed here. Yeah, Chris Terry. Have you heard of this guy? I've heard of that guy. Griffins fans have heard of that guy a couple of times. I think I have a bobblehead of him somewhere where I used to. Do you uh, really? I don't. Oh, you're right. We do. We do, yeah. Um, and then I put Rocco Grimaldi. Is that his first name? Or did I auto-correct it? No, Rocco is his first name. And you said he was pretty good? He was pretty good. Um, I'm looking for those Griffin killers, like the people that just crush us every time they step the ice and they're just like, they, they have a career night. I don't know what it is. Is he actually playing for this team this year, though? Yeah, I believe so. He is. You're right. Yep. That Yeah, that name rung a bell uh, with the Rockford Ice Hogs last year is who you're thinking of. Oh. Where he played 16 games with them, 6 goals, 11 assists. So 17 points in 16 games with them. And this year he's playing for the Wolves? Yeah. Before that, last year he played 54 games for the San Diego Gulls, uh, 27 goals, 29 assists, 56 points. He's a point-per-game player. Ooh. Yep. So, so he's definitely somebody to watch out for. He was a draft pick of the National Predators. So he was in that organization there. Career AHLer? Fringe NHL player? He's 30 years old. Career AHLer. Career AHLer. Right. But he's still a point per game career AHLer. Lat? Isn't oh. anything to look uh, negatively at. Oh, no, not at all. He knows how to put the puck in the net or get it to it. Yep. So that's good. Lat, that's the only players I had to pay attention to. Well, we had their goalie too, didn't we? For Chicago? Yeah. Wolves? Yes. That is where our, our good friend, not really good friend, we don't oh, know yeah. the guy. Adam Scheel, uh, who played with the, most recently the Iowa, or not Iowa, Iowa. Wow. Idaho. Idaho. The other one. <laughs> the brother. <laughs> the Idaho Steelhead, um, which is the team that knocked the Toledo Wall out of the playoffs. So we're kind of familiar with Adam Scheel's playoff game, at least, and it was pretty freaking good. Yeah, he played for, da- he was in the Dallas organization for a while, so mm. uh, we saw him, I, I swear he played for the Dallas, uh, the um, the Texas Stars. Shield? Yeah, I swear he played for them last year. Maybe that was on no, NHL I wasn't, 23. Nope. Maybe that was me playing against him there. And NHL 23 is that, nowhere near uh, up to date, sir. That could have happened. He was there. I can tell you here, actually. Um, you know what? Wait, what team did you say? I'm sorry? Dallas, or Texas Stars. 
He played two games with Texas last year. So he may have played against the Griffins? There's a chance. Uh, I mean, 37 I'm... games with the Steelheads last year. Because Steelheads are Dallas's yeah. affiliate as well. Um, and you know what? He, I, I take that back. He had 31 games with the Texas Stars the year before that. So we've seen him before. Um, I just realized, though, as I'm clicking through here and looking more at that roster, just to make sure we're not missing anyone that's big and important and want to make them feel special. Um, first of all, elite prospects needs to chill. They have Tatayev on the Chicago roster. They can get that out of here. Yep. He's been in He's Toledo. Toledo. Uh, Keith Kincaid. Does that name ring a bell at all? It sounds familiar. So, another, the other goalie. Um, he's got some NHL time there. Kincaid's one of the guys that I think me and Rinaldi had tossed around a couple times, uh, saying that we would uh, appreciate seeing him signed in Grand Rapids. Uh, is Kosa's mentor, essentially, here. He was in the Colorado organization, the Boston organization. He's been all over the place in the NHL uh, and the AHL. So he's, he's a good goaltender. Chicago's got a good goalie setup. They might not be as bad as we all think, but it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how they maneuver around like injuries because they don't have anybody to pull from either, right? Not really. They don't have an ECHL affiliate, to my knowledge. Um because they're all booked up with any, or NHL teams. Yeah. So. Going solo. Going solo. Solo, solo dolo. <sighs> Let's see how this fits. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the only other thing that I put out for Chicago is to keep an eye on their new head coach. But he's been with the organization for a long time. He was in the hockey operations side. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, I feel like when we go through these teams, like what he did yesterday... Uh, a lot of the teams had new head coaches and new goalies. So Yeah, the goalie carousel was big in this division uh, this offseason from what we saw. But anything else you want to talk about Chicago? Yeah, last season we actually had a winning record against them, 5-3, 1-1. Uh, this year we play them eight times. We play them four at home and four away. Nice even split. Yeah, nice even split. I wanted to put the schedule on here, but then I... That's fine. We don't need it. They can read the internet. Some days. Some people. (laughs) All right. On to the next one. Rockford. The Rockford Ice Hogs, the affiliate of the Chicago Blackhawks. The other Chicago team. Yeah. Because it makes sense, right? Um, Last season, we went 3-5 and against these guys. Um, We played them 12 times this year. Six home, six away. It's the team we played the most this season. So we better get well acquainted to them. The, the standout when I look at this team's roster that I see is there's a lot of Chicago signings on here. Makes sense because that's their affiliate, right? But there's a ton of very young players who were drafted recently on this roster. I mean, just looking at what I can see, again, I'm counting on elite prospects here for these rosters since most of the team's rosters online are not filled out yet. But, I mean, look at both the goalies. They are both young Guys that Chicago drafted. You look at the defense. There's five guys on there out of their nine that are signed right now. All Chicago draft picks. And then you go to the offensive side of things too. Seventy percent of their offense is a Chicago draft pick. Who's their like top pick that we should like pay attention to? Good question. Or you're like, hey Nick, watch this guy. You know, last year you did a good job of like pointing out those players because I'm like I've never heard of this guy, any of these guys. 
And this year, we kind of get a better idea. Like, I'm getting a better idea. Yeah, I don't have a better idea on this one, if I'm going to be honest there's, with you. There's no big draft picks. Like, a Kobe Barlow. You know, <laughs> no, yeah, nothing nothing in the high rounds that I'm, I'm recalling. Just glancing through this here, there's no... You know, I mean, Bedard's not here. That's all the league cares about anyways. Who? He, yeah, exactly. Uh, the biggest player that sticks out for me is David Gust. Uh, he spent some time with them last year. Um, he was with the Chicago Wolves organization before that, though, too. Uh, 59 points in 65 games last year. He did play in the NHL a little bit last year, too. He got four games in there. This isn't one of their top like draft picks. This is going to be more your career AHLer still. He's 29 years old, but it's look, looking like more of a depth piece for Chicago uh, when it comes to this. Yeah, I mean, if, they were, if he was going to get called up, he would have got called up this year, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, that's the thing with the Rockford team. I think Rockford's going to go through a lot of what we went through last year, where... Any injury happens, their team can fall apart very quickly based on the call-ups that happen because the depth isn't really there. Most of the depth is already there. So you take any pieces away from it, and it, it could suffer quickly. But that's what I've got for the good old Ice Hogs, sir. Next team. Next team uh, is the Iowa Wild. So Affiliates of who? Yeah, this one's a hard one. Minnesota? The Minnesota what? Oh, wild, I think they're still. Oh, still cool. Wild. Really creative. Yeah. Uh, made it real easy, you know, to kept the same colors, same jersey almost. So they just put Iowa on there instead of Minnesota. <laughs> uh, they, last year, they finished with 34 wins, 27 losses, 6 overtime losses, 5 shootout losses, and 79 points. Made the playoffs. They got bounced in the first round against Rockford. Yeah, they had that weird, like, best of three, right? Yeah, both games went into overtime, so it wasn't like <laughs> they got crushed. So I'm like, man, that's going to suck to lose your both playoff games in overtime. <laughs> done for the summer. Or, yeah. uh, predictions for next year? I think this team, this team went through a weird stretch last year. They went through, like, ten games where they lost, and then they would, like, pick up four or five and then go back on a losing streak. Like, it was near the mm-hmm. end of the season, and we're like, what is going on over here? They had that weird, like, 11-game losing streak where we thought all of a sudden there was a chance Grand Rapids was going to make it in the playoffs. Yep, and then Iowa played Grand Rapids, and that didn't uh, we didn't catch any ground. <laughs> no, Iowa won, like, all those games. Yeah, so that put them back in. They did fire their head coach, right, like, right around that time. Uh, and then they brought a new assistant coach. Do we know him? We, he's bald. That's all I know. Have we met him? Yeah, we have met him, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It is Ben Simon. It is Ben Simon. It is Ben Simon. Yeah. So, maybe their team got worse because they got the coach? Who knows? I mean, (laughs) we'll see. see. He's their assistant coach. So, like, as long as he's not in charge of the power play? Which is what assistant coaches are in charge of? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I put top players to pay attention to for them is the goalie, Mr. Jasper Wallstedt. So, I mean, this one's going to be stuck with us for a long time. We are going to be paying attention to him until Kosa either steps up or falls. Like, he's just going to be tied to Kosa, right? The He finished with 18 wins last year, 15 losses, and a .908 save percentage. Uh, Mr. Marco Rossi, 16 goals, 35 assists, 51 points. 
got promoted to the big team. So good for him. Yeah. So I mean, if he drops back, then he'd be a fear. But I, I don't think we have to pay attention to him for next season. And then the other guy that I wrote down was Nick Patan. Uh, scored 23 goals, 39 assists, and had 62 points. He plays on the left wing, and he'll be back next year. So I think this is somebody that we probably need to keep an eye on when he's when he's got the puck. Or when he doesn't have the puck, because he can shoot. So last season, we finished 3-5, 1-1 one against Iowa. And we play them eight times. Four home, four away. Uh, I would say a big story for this year is just pay attention to the head coach, see how they, if they can figure out how to gel like they did at the end of the season, that I think they got a good chance. Um, and we were kind of watching them, and it wasn't like injuries or anything like that. They they just had it's just a weird, I don't know, 11-game streaks of losses. Yeah. So, uh, if yeah, if they can gel... I, I think they I think they improved this year. The Wild organization's weird. They've always been in this mushy middle for like years. Yeah, I mean, you think they they had the pieces that felt like at points to make a run, and they I mean they there was a time that Minnesota made it to the conference final. I think we forget that. Like they did it a couple of years ago. <laughs> I know you don't remember that because no one really does. Was that the COVID year? No, it wasn't the COVID year. Oh. That's why we wouldn't remember it. But um, I, don't remember I mean, yeah, Minnesota's things. Minnesota's in a weird spot, and I think um, I think the affiliate of the next team we're going to talk about is kind of taking over Minnesota's old spot in the league in the NHL at least. Um, but we'll get to them. Yeah, Minnesota. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what this Iowa team will do this year. It's going to be weird. Whilst that whilst that versus Coast is going to be the biggest comparison across this division. Yeah. Oh, okay. Division. A, goal, a goalie we'll talk about later, Walsh and Kosa will be the biggest talk. Yeah. Like, that's that's all I'll be really watching Iowa for. My least favorite Iowa, Iowa Wild player is gone in Turner Ottenbright. F that guy. He's gone. Thank God. Just a goon. But, yeah. That's, that's, that's all I can say about the Wild. It's going to be an interesting year. Ben Simon's return to the freezer on Fulton will be interesting. We're making signs, right? I voted ready to go. I know you're ready for that one. You're ready. You always wanted to make a Ben Simon sign last year, and we wouldn't let you. I think this year you can because mm-hmm. he's in the opposing team. This year I'll make one. I'm trying to make one for opening night. All right. Well, get on it. It's coming soon. Friday. Yes, sir. All right. All right. My favorite animal. A, a meese? The moose. Meese. Manitoba moose. Um, That's not really my favorite animal. Affiliate of the Winnipeg Jets. An organization that no one really knows what they're going to do this year. <laughs> Besides sign their players long term. Yes. Poor young guys. I feel bad for them. Um, last year with this team, we went 3-5 and five against them. They kind of had our number for a lot of the season. Um, we played them eight times, four home, four away. Which, the away trip is always an interesting one because they share the same arena as the Jets. Do they really? Yeah. There's not much in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Not much at all there. It's not even an airport. They share the same stadium yep. with the AHL team? Yep. Interesting concept, right? Yeah, why can't they get money? No, it's not they don't have money. It's just there's no, no, nothing there. Well, build another stadium. 
they don't okay i guess they don't have money <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> well, know I mean, the, you know the saying if you build it they will come like here we are i mean you're in canada but you probably you're still nervous if you let go of your people that put butts and seats in for the jets that the arena won't get filled that schedule has to be a nightmare oh god yeah um Players to watch out for this year. So one of the goaltenders we're really, really familiar with in Ascari Salmanen. Uh, last year we saw him quite a bit. He stole quite a few games for this team. He is a talented goaltender, but they also have their other goaltender. I think he's going to get the start in, from what I'm seeing in Colin Delia, uh, who's been he's been around a little bit. Um, he played with the Blackhawks organization for a while. He played with the Blackhawks for a good chunk of time. Um, was also obviously with the Ice Hogs. Ended up in the Vancouver organization last season. He played 20 games at Vancouver, 9 games in Abbotsford, and now he's in Manitoba this year. So it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table. Um, one of the defensemen is someone that we're kind of familiar with, uh, Dimitri Kuzman, who played Kuzman. with the Firebirds last year in Flint. Uh, I'm sure we'll see a little bit of him, which I love that there's two other teams in this division that we play a lot that have teammates of Amadeus Lombardi's because, um, you know, those games will just be fun for all of them. They all get to play against each other. You know they're all good friends still. There's no way. Well, maybe not after this season. We'll see. But when that'll is, just be fun. Where's Gavin Hayes? In, in Rockford. Oh, he's in Rockford. I was like, he's. I know he's in one of the Chicago teams. Yep. I just couldn't remember if it was Rockford or Chicago. And if he might was... be in Chicago, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Oh, right. like, wait, in the big team? Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. think so. Um, why, why they don't have anybody, yeah, they don't have anybody but they could. <laughs> um, another one to watch out for, uh, on the Ford side of things for them would be Brad Lambert. He was their second over or their second, not second overall, their second round pick of the draft last season. I think this is going to be his first season with the Meese. No, I'm sorry. He got 14 games in with the Moose last year. Uh, he did, it was, he was in junior. He was in the WHL. He played with the Seattle Thunderbirds, um, and then got a couple games in with the Moose. And now uh, he's going to get a full season with the Moose, it looks like. So he'll be someone to keep an eye on this year for sure. Outside of that for the Moose, though, nothing much else to talk about there. Besides that, games against them are always fun and hard fought. So I I always look forward to playing them, as long as we have a better record than we did last year against them. Yeah, we played that many times, four home, four away. So should be interesting. Should be interesting. All right, who's up next? We've got the Milwaukee Admirals. Ooh. Their affiliate is the Nashville Predators. Yep. And Nashville kind of goes to, like, this weird, like, they do a good job of, like, rebuilding on the fly. They really do. Like. And, I mean, what, you got Barry Trotz in the organization again, too. Barry's back. Well, yeah. Barry's back. So... Last year, they finished with 41 wins, 24 losses, 5 overtime losses, 2 shootout losses, and 89 points. Seems like a lot. It seems like quite a bit because they were good. They were good. Uh, They beat the Moose in the first round, 3 games to 2. They beat the Stars in the second round, 3 games to 2. And then they lost to Coachella in the third round, 4 to 2. And Coachella fell to Hershey in Game 7. So, I mean, they... They lost to the second place, so you could say they were third place, right? That's how that works. Hockey I, I, math. I like your hockey math there, buddy. Per top player to pay attention to, it's going to be Askarov, their goalie. I mean, I, I don't have stats for him, but he's good. 
Just trust me. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is, this guy's no he's no joke. Um, this hi- is his third second second season. Second. Highlight of his last season was stopping a shootout goal and then proceeding to celebrate by bench pressing the net as he laid underneath of it. I mean that's what I would do if I saved some shootout goals. I want to see that now. Me, me on skates is gonna be a good thing to watch. Uh, last season we did not do well against the Admirals. We went two and six. Not good. Uh, we play them eight times, four home, four away. So seeing a pattern here, right? The big story to watch for them this year is they had a lot of roster changeover. So uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Kemmel. He was a big prospect. He went up to the big team. The other one was. They had a few call-ups. So, big thing for them is just kind of keeping momentum, making sure they pick up right where they left off last year. So, nothing crazy else on the Admirals. That takes us to our last team, Brandon. The Texas Stars. Who is their affiliate? Take a stab in the dark here and guess. It's the Dallas Stars. Um, What's the difference? Just kidding. <laughs> It um, catches me sometimes. I'm like, no, Texas, Dallas. Ugh. I know you call them Dallas quite a bit, honestly. They have the same jerseys. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, we finished 4-3-0-1 oh, against the good old Texas Stars last season. Wait, wait, do they play in the same arena? <laughs> no, they do not share the same oh. arena. Uh, See? If, hey, if Texas can do it, I don't even know Canada if... should be able to do it. I wish I actually knew. They play in Cedar Park, Texas, not Dallas. They actually have a nice little barn down there that they usually do a good job of filling. Mm. Um, but so the Griffins, the Griffins had the uh, the winning record against them, I guess you would say, yeah. with that four three zero and one, which are the top team in the division. At least we kept them on their toes. That's always good. We played them eight times this season, four home, four away, another even split there. So guys to look out for this year. So the goaltending for them kind of stayed the same. We got Matt Murray again, who we're all pretty familiar with, uh, enchanting his name after he gets scored on in Grand Rapids. Um, but their new guy, Remy Poirier, is a, a new one for them this year. I believe he is going to be the first year in the AHL for him. Don't quote me on that. Clip it. Clip it. Post it. <laughs> quote it. No. Um. But another player to watch out for for them. I'm going to say a name and see if it if it rings a bell in your head at all. Uh, Christian Cairo. Yeah. Jordan's little brother. Uh, but, yeah, no, he was there, uh, one of the draft picks from the previous year's draft. Uh, looks like he's getting his first year. He's a defenseman for them. Um, and then another guy, Griffins fans, will know Curtis McKenzie. He's been a thorn in this team's side for years and years. He's a little pest out there, career AHLer. Um, used to play with the Chicago Wolves, and that's when he was the biggest pest for us. Uh, he was the Texas Stars captain listed last year. They haven't relisted that yet this year. I don't know if he will still be. But other than that, nothing else, nothing else too crazy. They're going to be good. Um, yeah. The Texas organization, Dallas organization's got it figured out. The team's going to be good either way you spin it. Um, do I think they'll finish first in the division this year? No. But I think they'll still be good. Who do you think is going to finish first in the division? Well, uh, next question I was going to ask you, let's rank them here. So No, no, I, I hate that you just deflected that answer. Oh, who I think is going to finish first in the division? <laughs> yeah. Fine. I'll answer you your spun question. It, spun it on me. Put me in the spot. No, I was no. going to list mine first. Yep, as you should. Yep. So who I think is going to win the division this year is Milwaukee. 
Um, oh, I think the Admirals will take. will come out on top of the division. Unfortunately, I hate saying that. I do think Grand Rapids comes out second. Some people are going to call me a homer for that, but at the same time, when you step back and look at this roster, how do they not? Uh, that yeah, I don't know, man. They have a new coach. First year in the AHL. Yeah, and you know they and they have a rookie goalie. So I wrote this out when I thought about it, and I was listening to, I don't remember who I was listening to, whether it was Wayne Wheeler or Grindline, and someone was like, when's the last time an AHL team with that much youth on it did well? And I was like, oh, no, because they're right. I mean. Because most of the time the team is chasing that Calder Cup, there's going to be some youth. There's going to be a lot of. Veterans. Yup. I I even think back to, you know, 2017 for the Griffins and 2013 for the Griffins. A lot of those names besides, like, Thomas Tatar and Luke Lendenning and Tyler Bertuzzi, a lot of those names aren't in the NHL anymore. Um, I mean, we have I – th- I feel like we have a good balance between it. I mean, if you look at it, we have Taro Hirose. We still have Joel Esperance. We oh. still have um, Tyler Spezia. And then we added Gettinger. And we we said, added... We have Shine. We have Shine. Shine. We added Gettinger. We added Rafferty. Uh, Aston Reese. Stevens. Yeah. Alex Lyon. Eventually. <laughs> um, I mean, even at the, Michael Hutchinson at the same point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But back to this. Griffins, yeah, I think they finished second. They're definitely in the playoffs this year. There's no way they're not. Uh, after that, I'm going to go Texas. Texas all the way to third. Texas to third, from first to third. Which, when you look at the point spread for last season, it wasn't that far. No, really <laughs> it was like two points or three points separated. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go with Manitoba. The Moose. Yep. You still have the Wolves, Chicago, and Iowa. And Rockford. And Rockford. And I'm going to go. And I'm going <laughs> to. I hate you. Uh, I'm going to go Rockford. Rockford. Iowa. Iowa? All the way at the bottom? Chicago. Chicago. So, recap. Milwaukee, Grand Rapids, Texas, Manitoba, Rockford, Iowa, Chicago. That'll be how the division finishes out this year. That's how it's Place your DraftKings bets now. All right. Do you want mine or no? Does it matter? Yeah. No. No, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course I want yours. I want to see how wrong you are. All right. So, I'm going to say... Texas. I wanted to see who the last few years winners were, but I'm going to go with Texas. And then I'm going to say Milwaukee. So you're going Texas-Milwaukee? Yep. Oh, dropping the grips lower than me. Okay. Yep. I'm not going to be a homer. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say Grand Rapids is third. Grand Rapids is going third. Okay. Let me think. We're going to put the Moose is who I was juggling between third and fourth. Put the moose. Is that where I put the moose? No, you put them. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, fourth. Okay. And I'm going to say Iowa. Okay. Then I'm going to say Rockford. And then I'm going to say, no, you know what? I'm going to put Chicago above Rockford. Wow. Wow. I'm going to change it up. So Chicago above Rockford. Yeah, I think the 
I think going solo, I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit. I think at this point, right. maybe it works out, and they've got enough veterans, and they can sign enough AHL or guys that don't make NHL teams to be able to fulfill the roster and just kind of hope things piece together. And I think Chicago's draft system is just so in the garbage. So I'm not planning on them being able to do well. Injuries are just going to decimate that team. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Um, I think Texas Watch is... Watch be so wrong and Chicago wins the freaking division. <laughs> I will be ticked. Oh, my God. Oh uh, no! That'll start. That'll start the influx of other teams trying to do the same stupid stunt, and then that will fail. Cause no, I no. That's the last thing that we want. You know why Chicago is able to do this? Why? It's because the NHL hasn't expanded again yet. The NHL expands one more time, to two adds two more teams. You you don't have the freedom to go independent. The talent pool will shrink dramatically. Yeah. If you talk about fielding another two NHL teams, another two AHL teams, and two ECHL teams. Is that what they're doing? Well, I mean, eventually, if they expand again, you would need the yeah. support for it. In, I mean, the, all the signs point to probably by 2030 having another two NHL teams. Lake Tahoe has a team, but I can't remember who they're affiliated with. I don't remember either. That I don't think they're in first season until next year. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, I mean, any, the independent idea is cool, but if the NHL expands again twice like we all anticipate them doing we all can see them adding two more teams please don't be atlanta um then yeah the chicago independent story would probably end pretty quickly yeah they'd probably they'd probably just pack up and move as they should like to a closer to the to the new affiliated team they should just move they should just disappear i just don't like it how it's set up geographically it just doesn't make any sense like kalamazoo the Kate Wings ECHL. Yep. It's connected to Vancouver's Abbotsville. Abbotsford? Yeah. And then they're connected to Vancouver. It's just like Who's, so far away. Where's Abbotsford at? I don't know, but they got the little Vancouver Canuck guy. Like you the like guy, the lumberjack looking guy? The lumberjack guy? guy on it. It's pretty sick. So no complaints there on Vancouver, but I, I just Those are like, some sweet jerseys. I'll give Abbotsford that. I I just feel like they need to be closer to their parent teams. It's weird too for like You know what's funny is Abbotsford is actually close to Vancouver. That's what I that's what I assumed. Like very close. So that's why I'm like, I just don't understand why you're like Detroit and then you have Grand Rapids, which is on the other side, which makes sense city wise, because we're the second biggest city in Michigan. But then your ECHL is Toledo. Like we should it should be Kalamazoo, to be honest. No, Toledo's closer to Detroit. Okay, but how often are they going from Toledo to Detroit? I'm just saying. I know they can. Yeah, but how often are coaches or development team people going to that team? Mm-hmm. How much time did they spend on there last year? I don't think that much. Okay. Well, I mean, last year this is different. You said the Kelso was a first year thing. You're not going to see a lot of draft picks going to. Sorry, Krill. But you're not going to see a whole lot of draft picks going to Toledo, is what you said. Yeah, I know. So At least they figured it out because Vancouver's affiliate beforehand was Utica, which is in New York. Oh jeez, yeah, that, like that doesn't make sense. So. That's back when Jacob Markstrom was still in the AHL and terrorized everybody. He still does. He's so good. Uh, anything else you want to wrap up before we go to ad break? No, no, that's that uh, covers the the good breakdown there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's where the I, again the toughest division in the AHL by far, in my opinion. Yeah, I know we don't 
dive too much into the other parts of the league, but at the same time, like it's a it's pretty obvious. Like there was teams that had playoff spots clinched super early last year, and we didn't know what the playoff teams from this division were until the final game of this division was played last year. And it's been like that for a couple of years now. This division's tough. The NHL teams that work with the teams in the division are good at drafting and building teams. Yeah. Like the Griffins make the playoffs last year in other divisions. Yeah. So Well, we wouldn't have had so many losses. <laughs> True. That, that math checks out, right? Math checks out. But yeah, nothing else to add. That, that, that <laughs> Oh no, Ben Simon was still here, we would have. Anyways, have fun, Iowa. Yeah. I think it shakes out closer to what I thought. Okay. Yeah. We'll place your DraftKings bets now and use the promo code Nick's about to tell you about right now. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, the Detroit Lions play Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. If you bet $5, they will pay out $9.54 at this moment. I know that's one that I'll be keeping an eye on. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code thpn only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of blue hill casino and resort Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 and older. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, you said you had something planned for this. Oh yeah, I did have a fun little exercise. I don't like exercise. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked last night about opening lines. Yeah. You want to talk about that today too? Yeah, we can still do that. It so, sounds like you had something more exciting. I was going to make you do the full lineup. The full lineup? Yeah. The full lineup's already out. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Tell me line one, two, three, four, five. Oh, forwards. okay. Yeah, we can do that. You got it already? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. So here's the fun exercise. Are you ready? What's the exercise? Okay. So I've got NHL 24 loaded up. <laughs> We're going to build the lines. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to be terrible for the people that can't see this. Uh, if it's still loaded. It is. Oh, my God. Wait, hold, what the? The goalies are wrong already. This is how they started. No, we're not. No. That, that, that's not even the accurate roster. Nope. That's what we have to play with. Okay. <laughs> what the? This is NHL 24? This is 24. Why does it look the same as 23? Because it's the same thing every year. It's just different hey. names and different overalls. Um, shout out EA for not even having this team set up properly. Is... Hold on. Wait wait a second. This doesn't even have Lombardi on here. No, no, no Lombardi's not on here at all. He's not in Flint. Not even on Flint. He's not in Detroit. They he's just not took with the, him out of the game. He might be in Toledo. 
He probably got lost trying to get to Grand Rapids. He's not Bergeron. <laughs> he got the directions from Bergie. <laughs> He'll show up later, like in a couple weeks. Oh Actually, my God. we ran into this last year with Ed, uh, Simon Edmondson. He wasn't in the game for the first two months, and we couldn't figure out why. Remember this? Because EA makes an outstanding product. Yeah, he got added like way later. He just was not available anywhere. Um, it was weird. So okay, so this is so. Hold on, is this what NHL twenty four thinks the lineup's going to be? That's the starting lineup right here. All right, so I'm going to read it off for the for our friends that can't see this here because nobody can see this. But this is wonderful. Maybe we post this. With us. Maybe we post this on the Twitter. This is our open. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they post this is the lineup for the night. Yeah, <laughs> this is the clickbait, <laughs> clickbait episode. All uh, right, so NHL twenty four has the four lines listed as the follows. Elmer Soderblom at center on the nice. first line. Taro Hirose at right wing and Tim Gettinger at left wing. Okay. They got three players that are actually on the team. I'm proud of them. That is going to be a tall lineup. That's a very tall lineup except for Taro. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't put Taro in the Second middle. line, Tyler Spezia at left, left wing. Joel Lesperance at center. Dominic Shine at right wing. That's our second line. That's a good line. Third line. That's a good third line. Uh, third line. Matt Luff at left wing. Gordy Green. <laughs> he's who's... not even in the organization anymore. No. He's out with Toledo? No. No, he's with somebody. Yeah. In the ECHL. I think so. Um, but and, we already know Luff's then, not going to start opening night. No, and then Cross Hannes at right wing. Which burying Cross in the third line. Are you crazy? Um, Lucas Craggs. Not even with the organization anymore. Stevens. Wait, or is it Sam Craggs? That, no, Sam Craggs is still with the organization, right? One of the Craggs is still with us. Sorry. I Nolan, mean, as an organization. Nolan Stevens at center in Trenton Bliss, who's in Toledo. Yep. Right? Yep. All wow. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a solid Wait. four lines. Oh, God. Here's let's see our the defense. defense. So we have Brogan. Are they high? First, first line, Brogan Rafferty. Wyatt Newpower. Okay. That's that's a interesting that's, lineup. Jared McIsaac, Josiah. Look at, at McIsaac's overall. <laughs> He's a well, we'll get to that. overall. Then third line defense, Emil Vero and Albert Johansson, who has eighty two overall and Jared McIsaac's a seventy five overall. The disrespect to Albert, no wonder the guy doesn't smile. Yeah, I wouldn't smile either if I was rated at seventy two. He could have at least like lost the same point. They rated Wyatt and Albert at the same level. Wyatt and Albert seventy two, yeah. and there's no Simon. I don't know. Edmondson is probably on Detroit roster in this game. I'm assuming. And then your goalies. Oh, I can't wait to read through the goalies. Alex Lyon. Oh, they, they again. They're on the same page with us on that one at least. And John Letheman. Where's Kosa? Wait, wait. You like this? They carry three in this. They carry three? They carry three. Who is scratched? Yeah, I'm betting Where the hell is Kosa? <laughs> He's still in Toledo. <laughs> He's still in Toledo. EA, great job. Great. You could have at least like reached out to a beat writer. You could have, like, I mean, it doesn't take You could have used the internet. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. No. Do you want to see who's scratched? Is this the full version of this game? Like, is it out now? Yeah, it's out. Okay. Who's, yeah, who else is he's, scratched? It's just him. Oh, it's just Bednar that's scratched. Okay. Do you want me to go to Toledo? <laughs> I don't know if I want you to, 
But I want to know where our boy uh, Sebastian is at. Where did they bury him in this game? See, I've been asking this all preseason. You were not concerned, and now you're concerned. It's <laughs> well, and now I know I'm not buying this game. Uh, so they have. Oh, there's Sam Craig's. Sam, yep. They Hawkins, Satayev have got him there. Sturts, Lewandowski. They got they, the Toledo roster is more accurate than the Tank Grand Rapids one. Yeah, Stewart's is there. Uh, Who's the goalies? Goalies, Sebastian Cosa and and Cade Cade Phipps. Phipps. Who are you? Is he have a picture? Get used to knowing this guy. He's going to be a silent fish. Um, <laughs> wait, I'm going to defense. We need to adjust your TV. Those colors are way off. Uh, that's another story. Yeah, they're. Courtney Pyre, McCourt. This roster is way more accurate than the Grand Rapids one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Flint, and then Flint didn't have Lombardi. I looked. Well, he wasn't scratched for Detroit, right? He wasn't scratched for... No. No, he wasn't scratched for Detroit. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. So... Okay. So, so now here, the, I'll, no- I'll flip back to GR so we can build this roster. We're we'll not- build it the right way. Not build it, but we're going to put them together. We're going to put this team that they're presenting to us together, or are we going to put the actual team together? We're going to put the actual team together. Oh, thank God. So we're through this. Is that what you said? All right. So, who do you got going left wing, opening night? Well, we well we said, so the thing is, like, when we look at the Griffins roster, when you look at it online, right? Yeah. Half the team's listed as a center. Yeah. We don't know who the wingers are. So let's just say who's the fourth lines. Yeah. I'm not going to depict what exact position they're going to be in because... Because you want to be as vague as possible, so you're right. No. <laughs> no. I just want to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow they're going to announce the lineup. No. Friday they'll announce the lineup before the game. Anyways, first liner. We we talked about this a little last night, and we were both on very different pages, I think, on this. Um, so yeah, I had... We were the, close. So Berggren, who's not on the roster in the video game... Nope. Um, is, ...is on the team. I think he's on the first line. That's probably the most no-brainer. Like That makes the most sense. Yep. So let's not do that. I'm just kidding. Bergy. <laughs> Bergy. Then I had Sarnik. Yep. And I had Cross. Yeah, you had Cross. I had a Bergy, Zarnik, Cross line. Because I think that line would be full of energy in production. You. the only, I only had one person swapped. I had Elmer on the. Uh, you had Elmer instead of Cross. Cross. Yep. That's all I had. Which is, it's fair. Second line, who do you got? Second line, we've got. Hmm, I'm gonna go with the veteran line. I'm gonna put Lespy. I like Lespy on the second line. You know what? I actually had Lespy, Taro, and we're gonna put Dominic Shine. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get funky with it. I'm glad you're not the coach. Yeah, I don't know. Second line, I'm going Zach Aston Reist. Well, yeah, I even, that guy's not even in the game. We said we weren't building based off the game. Okay. <laughs> oh, I yeah. forgot about Austin Reese. <laughs> Aston Reese. Aston Reese. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. I can go for those. <laughs> uh, I've got him on there. Then I'm going to throw. I'm going I'm to. Mm. All right, I'm going to move my team that I just put on the third line. You're going to move that line you just made down to the third line? Yep. Okay. We're going to promote Aston. So, yeah, Aston Reese, 
Elmer. Elmer and Gettinger. That's a tall line. That's a big line. What about Aston Reese? How tall is he? Ooh. I don't know. Does he fit in here? Is he over six foot? That's the question. He's six one. Perfect. Yep. That's a tree line. He's the short person on that line. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's that's weird. Because Gettinger's what, six six, right? Yeah, I think so. And Elmer's yeah, six, six. seven foot. <laughs> um so you're so you then who's your second line? Now that you, you sold us your third line, who's your second line? I like what you did there. I'm gonna stick with that one. Oh <laughs> So what what we said we got Elmer, Gettinger, and uh Aston Reese. Aston Reese. Okay. Third line. Marco Casper. Casper. Amadeus. Ooh. Lesby. Lesby. Oh, so who takes Lesby's spot? On what? That one line that you made? Yeah. I don't know. You had to make it. That wasn't a line I made. Oh, sh- All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use Bliss or no? No, he's in Toledo. <laughs> he was assigned by this team to Toledo. There's too many players. No. <laughs> you got a different roster in I front of you. I got a different roster for me uh, for NHL 24. Update your games. Um, yeah, I like that line too. Maybe what I switch here is Spezia instead of Lesby. Okay. These lineups were so... I'm like looking at last year's lineups and they're just so... Oh, yeah. We talked about that before. It was gross. Ready for our fourth line? Everybody keeps moving around. Because I realized I screwed up. Where did you screw up? What was my second line again? You had Gettinger, yep. Aston Reese, and Elmer. Which, that's a good second line there, Brandon. It is. What was my third line? Third line, you want mine or yours? Mine. <laughs> you have Lesby. Yep. You have Casper. And you have Lombardi. This is crazy. There's so much talent in this roster. I'm I sorry. know. That's why I'm having trouble. I'm seeing talent fourth, there. So talent fourth here. line. Fourth line. Taro Hirose. Buried on the fourth line. Oh, I don't think he does that, but okay. I don't think he does either. That's why I'm like, I screwed up. You want him center? No, no. <laughs> See, that's where it's screwed up. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, third or second line would be him, but then Bergie and Elmer be in here. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Where do you, yeah. Um. Here's Seth Stevens. I'll get to him. Okay. Um, so I have Taro, Shine. You're going to put our captain on the fourth line? Our captain sat half the games last season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's going to sit a lot this season. Well, he probably stands probably most stands. of the game. Anyways, know? Shine, Taro, <laughs> Spezia, with Nolan Stevens being the odd man out veteran rule style. You know, you do well a lot better at this than I did. It's because I didn't rely on this stupid game. That's a incorrect game. Yeah, probably should have updated it. Probably um, tells me I'm not buying it until it's twenty bucks. Then it would have been easier to like fill in the spot. It's the first year I haven't bought an NHL game on release. Yeah, not in yet. so long. No, like on release day, I've never missed. That's weird. Who's your fourth line? Whoa, that. Yeah, I like well, what you did there. I'm just oh, stick, well, yeah, just, I'm just, just stick with what you said. Freaking copy. Yeah, I'm not going to argue, right? I'm not really good at making lines. As long as you didn't put people that aren't on the team on the roster, I'm fine. Double check it, but... He's like, Dylan Larkin on the first line. I mean, we can dream, right? <laughs> no, that'd be a terrible <laughs> situation for everybody if that was the case. Oh, yeah, I mean, do we want to win or do we want to lose? I want to win in Detroit, too, okay? We can't, well... 
We win if we lose in Detroit. You know? We get that draft pick. On to defenseman. We, <laughs> on, we, on don't defenseman. Win, we don't win by losing in Grand Rapids. Ben Simon found that out. I told I wonder where you were going with that. I was like, we don't get draft picks by <laughs> losing games. <laughs> I mean, we do in a way, but not like that. <laughs> you weren't ready for that, were you? No, I was taking a drink. All right. Defense. Defense. This is my favorite part. Who, yeah? Defense? Yeah, defense. This is who I watch. You're going to make a sign this year that's a D and a fence? We might. Can we actually bring a fence into the arena? I think they'll let us. I've got pieces. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, who's your first line defense grouping? Well, Simon's still here, so I got to put Simon there. And then he was with Albert, so I like that. That's mine too. Yep. And then the second so- line, I'll put Vero. I like Vero. And I think he gets paired with. Uh, I hate that you're going back to the game for your answer right now. Well, I don't want him with. You know what? I could put him. I don't know because I th- I really want to see Tuomisto and um, Wallander on the same yeah. line together. Yeah, they did really well in prospect camp. Okay, so that's why I want those two together. Vero. I'm kind of stuck. Like, maybe you put new power there. But that's a feisty line. Because <laughs> they were fighters. Yeah, that's a feisty line. I like it. So, where does one put Jared McIsaac and Morgan Rafferty? On the fourth line. Duh. They don't have a fourth defense. I know. Okay. They're, they're You're team. just giving up on Jared, huh? Well, you said you convinced me last episode. Well, it's a major turnover. Yeah, well, that's what he does. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I feel bad. Um, I don't have him buried that far, honestly. Um, what? So I have the first, my first pairing is the same. Um, Simon and Albert. I remember my from second, yesterday and I liked it. So yeah, my, my second <laughs> pairing there is going to be um, Wallander and Vero. Oh, I mean, I'm not angry about that. Then my third pairing there is Tuomisto and McIsaac. Oh. McIsaac is the rotator out some nights between New Power and Rafferty. But and also at the... Desire. We have to die in, too. Yeah. I know Simon coming back really screws this all up, doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe they put Simon and Desire together. That's a tall lineup, too. But remember what I talked about, too, previously, though. Rafferty is a setup guy. He had like 40-something assists last year. He's not someone that's going to be left out. So when you peel this, when you peel it back even further, we gotta we got to anticipate that... Simon's moving up. Simon's going to move up, but also at the same time... Injuries? You're going to have nights where Tuomisto and Wallander might not play that night. It, it could happen. It's, it, it, we have to accept that. It'll I'm going to be, be okay. angry. No, you won't. We have a lot of defensemen. He better not sit out the nights I wear his jersey to the game. <laughs> the jersey's in a frame. How are you going to wear that? I'll take it out. Oh. All right. But that's... Goalies? I mean, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Who's your opening night starter? Uh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to put Costa down, and then Hutch is going to back him up. Yeah, I got the same thing. Yeah, I don't Costa gets game one. Hutch gets game two. And then I think... Uh, I think it alternates pretty heavily. 
they'd probably do Hutch next Friday and then Cosa on the Saturday. So one game, two games, one game, two games. I bet that's how it probably goes. Makes sense. Cool. Cool. That was fun. What a... Can't wait till this comes out on Friday and we're just so wrong. It's not even funny. I'm sure we... Well, I mean, it looks like we have the right players. We do have, we have the right players. <laughs> we can't be that wrong, Brandon. We have the right players. <laughs> yep. Um, what else did we talk about yesterday? That's all we talked about yesterday. Hot takes. That's what I wanted to add. You want to add hot takes to this. All right. Give me, give me an example here. All right. So... Which goalie do you think is going to have more wins this season? Between who? Michael Hutchinson, Sebastian Kosa. Sebastian Kosa, because he's with Griffin. He's going to be with the team longer. Hot take? Yeah. Uh, the Hutchinson thing, being on just a PTO, proves that he's only here until they're comfortable sending one of Lyon or Reimer down. And I think they're going to get pretty comfortable with that pretty quickly. I, I don't think the holdout is going to last as long as people think. There's like four teams. There. There's four teams, four, in the, four, four or five teams in the league holding on to three goalies, though, because nobody wants to give Tampa a free gift. And you know what? They all stood together, and I love that. I'm here for that. Other hot take. What do you got? Elmer Soderblom. Yes. Where does he finish this year? Ooh. I think he finishes the year in Detroit. Um, I think this year is going to be a very different year from, for him. If he competes at the level that we saw during training camp and prospect tournament and the games in preseason that he like knew, like, oh, this could be my last game of preseason, I'm going to go hard. Elmer Soderblom scares me to the point where I think I see a lot of what I saw in Anthony Mantha in Grand Rapids, where he has these flashes of excellence. He has these games where he's just incredible. And then a lot of the time you're like, dude, what are you doing? You're standing there waiting for it to come to you. Like, go, like, challenge that player. Use your size, use your speed, use your skill. So you want to see more compete. Yeah. Makes sense. Ben Simon was right about that with him, I guess, if he ever said that, which I'm sure he did. That's all he ever said was compete, compete, compete. But, yeah, I, th- I think Elmer gets it together in this system. I think he thrives in this, and I think with the t- level of talent he'll have around him here in Grand Rapids this year compared to last year, we definitely see more production. But, I don't know. It- it's He's going to be, obviously, what everyone's watching because you can't miss him. Yeah, he's tall. Yep. He's the tall guy out there. That's more up front than the others. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be in Detroit by the end of the year, though. When, though? I don't know when that happens. Before Christmas? No. After Christmas. Saying after Christmas. While we're on a playoff run? I would even go as far <laughs> as saying after the All-Star break. That's pretty late. Where's the All-Star game this like year? February. I don't know where it's at. Hot take. Yep. Who leads the team in goals this year? You want goals or points total? Goals. That's all we care about, Brandon. Goals. <laughs> I think Cross Hannis leads the team in goals. Who finishes second? In goals, probably Lesby. We should write these down. You should. You should be writing these down. It's not like they're recorded or anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> we did hit record on this Okay. One. You're good. Um, that last episode. Oof. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's who I think leads the team in goals. Those those are the guys I think that'll I guarantee will be here the full season that are going to produce. I would say I could toss Hiroshi in that mix too, but he produces more on the assist side of things than goals. Yeah. He was, like, sneaky quiet last year, but he was, like... But he, did, he was, led, led the team in points. Yeah. Yep. Hot take. Who's going to lead the defensive group in points? Gibson's not with us, also. <laughs> He's Dude, still in the suit. Still tearing it up in the suit. <laughs> um, I haven't checked on him, so I haven't... I don't know. Who leads the defenseman in points? This is a tough one for you, because you just said Brogan Rafferty's a setup, man. <laughs> I haven't so it's hard not ever seeing the guy play, right? I can only go based off of stats and analytics. If you go based off stats and analytics, it's broken Rafferty again, probably. But just for funsies, yeah. I'm gonna say Tumisto. Nice. How many hot dogs do you think we eat this year? <laughs> <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Hot take. <laughs> hot dog take. How many do you think we catch? Probably zero. We yeah. had terrible luck. We're last right behind the net. That's you not you have your stat log ready for the games? Uh, yeah, I got to figure out something. <laughs> he forgot oh, all about I that. I forgot all about that. Oh, I don't forget. Um, Yeah, we have to keep track. Well, we're going to miss game two. So. All right, hot take. Yeah. How many wins does this team have this year? I'm hoping between they had 27 last year, right? I think so. I'm hoping for between 38 and 40. I think that's what I said yesterday. No, you didn't. What did I say last? Yes. You said 35 and 40. Then I was like, I'm going to narrow it down to 37 and 40. <laughs> and then you go 38 and 40 today. Just so just for that, I'm going to say between 39 and 40, one. Yeah. 39 and 41. No. Like I said, I don't I don't think they finish first in the division. Second or third seems like the perfect slot for them, and I'm okay with that. But who leads the team in penalty minutes this year? Wyatt Newpower. Or it could be Shine. Who led last year? I don't know. Probably Simon. <laughs> he did take a lot of penalties. He still does take a lot of penalties. You know I have this fear that's started to grow the last two days. I think Jonathan Bergen gets traded by the end of the season. Do you only have that fear because you have a Bergen jersey? I, that is part of it, and he's here. If that's the case, and it's a jersey thing, I would be terrified because you have a lot of our young guys' jerseys. Yeah, what did I do? Curse the team. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, um, no, I Ali, don't. I'll be right there with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, is that is that a hot take? You think Bergen's gonna be trading? I think Bergen's gonna be trading. One, here's my reasons. Okay, he's back here in GR. Not enough depth to move up. Okay, or too much depth to be moved up. Two, this isn't an Eiserman pick. He didn't pick Bergen. His last, the last two players on the team that was drafted by the Ken Holland era was Joe Valeno and Jonathan Bergen. Both guys are kind of on the block. I don't think Bergen gets traded. I still think Valeno gets put on waivers or traded at some point. They should package. I think they're going to package both of them and Mata. Boom. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I would I be mad? I'd be disappointed. I think those I like Bergie a lot. I do too. Um, <laughs> I I 
I don't think that I don't think that happened. I don't know. That's the thing that we got to remember is like as this team goes through the development stages, there's a lot of prospects we're going to see and grow attached to that won't make this Red Wings team. They're not going to be part of the big picture, and some will. Like obviously, if you're Steve Eisman, you hope every single one of them pans out and hits the highest ceiling possible and ends up being the guy. That's that's not reality. We we know that. Um, I mean, you you could peel it back further and further and further in the rabbit hole on who could possibly be traded. I mean, will will Albert Johansson make that. this Red Wings team? <laughs> will he get traded at some point? Is he is he somewhere that's going to fit in a better system at some point? There was points last season where we thought he played better than Simon, and he still hasn't gotten that shot that Simon got. And now the team in front of him is stacked. Do you think with... if he gets if he does make the team, he'll smile? I would assume so. Well, the Red Wings team is stacked with NHL defensemen. Like, it's going to get down to the point, too, where is Johansson okay playing another full season in the AHL? Or does he want to look elsewhere after that? It, it, it's There's a slippery slope here. We could put on tinfoil hats and record a whole episode on I've got mine here. what could happen. I know you always have one ready. You want yours? I don't have one. <laughs> I started making it. Jesus. Um, I do not think Bergeron gets traded this year. I think, I don't think Valeno is going to match the same output he had in training camp in preseason. This is his prove-it year on his deal. He's got a one-year deal with us to, to make make things happen. I, I just don't see it happening because I think he's in a, he's if he does produce his deal he's gonna want is not gonna fit in the grand scheme of things because I don't know if you've seen the past two days some contracts that have been signed, but Mo Sider is gonna cost this Red Wings team a lot of money. I don't know if did you see the two signings in yeah. Buffalo? Yeah, they're like Owen right. Powers got signed today. Yeah, nine million. I mean, Rasmus Dahlin eight eleven million. Rasmus is more established. Sure. Owen Power. Owen Power, I mean, he's a good player. But when you look at the market and then the cap going up at some point, Moe's agent is going to be fighting for that 10, 11 million spot. He's going to definitely be fighting. Claude Lemieux. Claude Lemieux, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. There's going to be people traded this year, and we're going to have to learn to accept that. But... Let's have fun while we have who we have. Yeah. Um, I also think Marco Casper will end up being one of the uh, lead, lead, leaders on this team of penalty minutes, by the way. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kid is going to be a yeah, past. He's a feisty little guy. Here's where I think this this Griffins team is going to get the most interesting. When Matt Luff is back from injury. Yeah. When Carter Mazer is back from injury. Oh, yeah, we forgot about those two. What is – I didn't forget about them. They're just you not did, part of this. You didn't list them scratched. Sorry, on IR for Detroit. <laughs> um, no, I, I, what does this team look like then? Who sits? Who's gone? What? Why? I mean, I mean, these lines will all be juggled anyways. We might even have a midseason trade like we did last year. I could definitely see some AHL trades happening. Um, I could definitely see prospects being packaged in a deal at the NHL level. Um, I don't know. Those two, those two are key pieces right there. They make things really interesting. Brandon, what's next to you? Is that a is that the script? For the I don't season? have the script for the season. No, <laughs> no, the NHL is not scripted. What are you talking about? Right. 
If it was, Bedard would have gotten his first goal in his first game. Come on. And his hat trick. But Austin Matthews did. Yeah, because he's actually good. <laughs> um, yeah, those two make this team really interesting. In a good way. In a really good way. I mean, at that point, you, you send a Spezia to Toledo, right? You, you send a... You you send the, some of those veteran guys down that down that rabbit hole. If there's no trades that happen, yeah, maybe start packaging. I don't know. It's gonna be a fun season. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Do you uh, want to announce the captain? See, they haven't announced it yet. Do you want to announce it? Um, you know what's really funny about that? What? I saw a video clip today. Yeah. From their from their media day, the team did. Yeah. And they had interviewed. They had asked Shine a question. Yeah. You know it wasn't on Shine's jersey? A C? Yeah. What was it? An A? I didn't see anything. Oh. So that, I don't know. That I think is going to be, I, I mean, I hope they wouldn't spoil it that way. No, but you're on to something. People were, like, doing this with the Red Wings, though. They are like, Moe's got an A. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, got I mean, a. I hope Moe has an A. Like, I think he deserves it. But I mean, yeah, even just the the first that that shine there. There's no there's no A. Yeah. Hmm. And everyone's got their number jerseys on in this. I, I was didn't... gonna ask. Nope, <laughs> nope. It's not just a blank jersey. They have all got their numbered jerseys on. Do you think they would just do the C later? Maybe. Kind of like see you all later. I mean, a C is a pretty easy addition to add to a jersey between now and Friday, so. I'm assuming they're not going to announce the captaincy just by sharing some pictures from social media day. Are they going to wear black? They don't wear black the first half anyways. No, it's white yeah. White in the first half. Yep. Yep. Which, I, I love the black jerseys. Black should be our home jerseys all the time. I need a white one. Did we talk about the... We talked about the Toledo ones on Monday, didn't we? No, we didn't. That was last night we talked about this. Oh, we did? Yep. All right. Well, I uh, we're, we're good, right? Yeah, no, we're good with that point. Yep, we, we've gone <laughs> off on a tangent here where some of this will be cut for sure. There um, actually is Toledo updates to yeah, share. Toledo. That's what we talked about in the second half when we couldn't remember what we talked about. Remember? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Toledo released the training camp roster. Nice. So. It looks pretty equivalent to the NHL 24 roster. Actually, yes. That one's correct. But... Names fans will recognize for our, for our Toledo friends. Uh, Jake Willits is back. Riley McCourt is back. Will Cullen. Brendan Hawkins, obviously. Uh, Sam Craggs. Kirill Tatayev was on there. Patrick McGrath is on there. Um, assigned to Toledo by Grand Rapids, Trenton Bliss and Jan Bednar. And then assigned to Toledo by Detroit, John Letheman. They do have three goalies right now. Uh, Ryland Parento is the other one. Um which one of the Toledo fans had reached out to us and they had mentioned him and his games that he played with Indy last year. And apparently he's kind of sneaky good too. Huh. Uh, Toledo's got a great goalie setup for ECHL level goaltending right now. Um, I think Letheman will probably continue the performance he had last year. And Bednar, I think, will be kind of the surprise that they'll get there. Hopefully he's like up to that Costa level. Yeah. I mean, if he is, then we have something that like that to look forward to in the following year in Grand Rapids. Like... That would be sick if Bednar does that same trajectory there. He's a little younger. Um, 
or not younger, but he's a little younger in his development, I guess you would say. So he's got time. Yeah. Goalies are voodoo. They take time. But, yeah, that's just a quick little Toledo update there. But, yes, they did announce some of their jerseys, and you were really pumped about this one. We were okay. We were all pumped about this one. Let's be real. I mean, I'm a big big fan of Charlie Brown Christmas and Charlie Brown Halloween, so I even have the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, the little tree that's on the – the jerseys so i saw that they were doing uh peanuts christmas i desperately wanted this jersey but i did not want to drive all the way to toledo stand in line from eight in the morning to be able to get this jersey uh till the game started at eight so i saw that it went on pre-sale and i messaged everybody i was like hey uh they are available they're a little over 100 bucks so i ended up buying it yeah um, i'm super stoked it goes to like 15th or 16th i've got time still to decide if i'm gonna get one or not I really want a name on it. That's that's all I only hold up. Yeah. Like I'd take even like put Spike in his number on there. I'd take that. Yeah. I mean they might release them to the Dash auctions too. Yeah, they're going to cost a fortune. Though. Can... Toledo's jerseys in like it's just like Toledo and Flint last year. Those jersey auctions. So crazy wild. Were so expensive. Um. But yeah, that's all. That's the only Toledo updates we have. They have a preseason game. Um, the same night the Griffins home opener, their preseason game against the Kalamazoo K Wings in Toledo that night. What's in Toledo? Yeah, it's in Toledo. Oh. Um, so we'll update as as we can. We will be at the Griffins home opener, obviously, and then traveling to Detroit for the Red Wings home opener that Saturday. Uh, so we'll do our best to provide updates. game coverage and updates as we can. I was trying to convince my girlfriend Heather to uh, be a one night employee of the podcast and post updates. I'll continue to work on that for everybody. Um, <laughs> We're not like calling her out on the podcast oh, or I anything, am. and like making sure you know put some pressure on her. But yeah, um, pressure's on. Everybody, tell no, never mind. Yeah. Um, but no, we'll, we'll update the best we can. We're both excited, uh, to get into these barns and see some hockey again. I'm looking at state Michigan state tickets. Yeah. I want to see Trey Augustine. Yeah. So they don't want to go into that forbidden land for me. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's, what that's all I've got. That's all you've got. Hockey's back. Hockey's back. NHL played last night and the Blackhawks won their first game. Uh, weird. Yuck. Penguins are trash. Anyways, thank you all for tuning in this week. Happy hockey week, everybody. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for being incredible hosts as always. Shout out to DraftKings for being incredible sponsors. Make sure you place your bets as the season starts here. Football and NHL. Combine them. Have fun with it. Make it weird. Parlays. You can do that. Why not? I don't know anything about it. Uh, give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a rating. Give all us all that fun stuff on all the social media platforms and wherever you get your podcast from. Join Patreon. We're on there now, too, as that gets fired up and going. We'll dive deeper into that on another episode. But it is live and active if you want to get in there early. We appreciate everyone who's already joined. With that, though, that's all I have left. Go Griffins. Go Red Wings. Go Griffins. And we'll talk to you all next week with actual game recaps. Love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Hockey Town West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeyTownWPod and your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at Brandon GR Hockey.